the good times roll. <laughs> For those that are at home, basically, Matt's cycle with girls is like a fish drawn to a lure that he knows is a lure. <laughs> but he goes after it anyway. <laughs> I didn't appreciate that at all. It's another episode of the Friday Morning Show with Topher Aarons, Matthew Spencer. Thanks for everyone that watched, listened to last week's podcast. We're up to 28 plays. Big 28 unique listeners. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so what's up, guys? Yeah, thank <laughs> you, everyone, for listening. That's kind of how we're going to do the show going forward. I guess I lied a little bit when I said that Topher and I had talked about changing the show. Basically, what happened is I sat down to record. I texted Topher, said, I don't like the show. I'm going to change it. He's like, all right, dude, sounds good. That's it. That was the whole conversation. But I liked the way the show was last time. I think you did. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, we're going to just keep doing that moving forward. Um, so we're going to start with something sports, and then we'll change away from it. Because it's not really sports. It's more about what happened with us. Um, nightmare tryout this weekend. I don't know if you heard, Topher. Um, I ran a 4-4-5-40. Mm -hmm. If you just heard this, that means you're the last person to know because I've been telling fucking everybody. <laughs> I have told everybody at work, I've told my entire family, I've told anybody I've texted, I've put it on my Tinder. Like You're <laughs> kidding. You did not. I didn't put it on my Tinder. Okay, well now you have to. Well, okay, fuck it. <laughs> Can run a 44540. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Put your, put your combine stats in oh, your Tinder. Oh, 100%. Oh, I also, uh, what was my long jump? Uh, your broad jump was like 8. Seven. Eight six eight seven, yeah, right, right, right around there. Eight seven, which was one of the best of the tryouts. Woo! It's hard being an athlete, bro. <laughs> it's hard. Okay, I mean that's pretty much it. They also like uh, I made the team, and they put out a like training camp video. I've watched it fifty times. I just missed like. It's so weird. The I guess not weird. It's just so crazy how much my mental state is so much better when I'm playing sports. It's it's life changing. I, I think just being a part of a team, being a part of that you know group atmosphere, and using you know your athleticism. I think you know both of us ha were lucky to be born with you know an inclination to be athletic and be moving, and we we love that. And not having that for a year with a pandemic, getting that final release was just cathartic. It's something that yeah, it just like it feels like I, it balances me out. It helps me like like I'm not thinking about everything in the world it's I can focus on one thing I can focus on a goal moving forward and even with the season like very far removed I'm very excited for just like playing so I'm just thinking about football all the time thinking about like training keeping my body like healthy and all that and it's I'm pumped also these guys have fat fucking championship rings they're and I want so one. nice yeah, yeah I want one too I okay so Story is, last year, I got to walk on to the Nightmare because they needed a kicker. And so I got, like, my personal tryout. And they're like, oh, you can kick. Great. You're on the team. And then COVID happened. And then the season got canceled. So I was not part of the 2019 championship season. 2020 got canceled. So now we're on the Defend the Crown campaign. And Matt and I are going to come in and defend the crown and get ourselves some rings. I mean... Yeah, I'm super excited for it. It was definitely a shock that, like, when I showed up, you're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not trying out. I'm already on the team. Um, so <laughs> that meant that 
I had Topher there to chirp whenever like something happened. Like I think I chirped you when we were doing one-on-one drills because you were just like helping the DBs. And I was like, how about you get in here and try to cover somebody? I'm still mad that you didn't try to cover me. That would have been awesome. I would have looked great. It, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clamps. I'm, cl- I'm basically Jalen Ramsey. Okay. I actually do want to say I wanted this tryout to be a fucking disaster. And I wanted it to be a total gong show because then we were going to get here today and I was going to make fun of it. It wasn't. It was really well run. I'm super excited for this team. Everything seems like super put together. And now there were one or two kids there that were trying out that you could tell like Probably aren't going to get a call you're, back. Like, yeah, you're probably not going to get a call back. Like, there are a couple kids who couldn't run. But that's too much about... All right, let's there, let's switch. So, <laughs> you, know. you texted me about... It was literally something I was thinking about. We wanted to talk about, like, uh, kind of relationships and how there's a relationship gap between podcasts that girls do and podcasts that guys do and how guys don't really talk about it as much. I understand why, because you texted me and said, let's talk about, like, the keys of, like, a healthy relationship. And I sat down for about... 30 minutes and I was like I have no idea what you're talking about Topher so I'm gonna let you take it away from here (laughs) yeah so uh like you said I think there's definitely a gap and you know that can be attributed to a couple of things number one is it's it's not manly for you know men to talk about their feelings and their thoughts and I think that's a you know a glaring issue that leads to toxicity um so how are how I'm gonna format this is I'm gonna talk about you know Three aspects that I think are important to any type of healthy relationship, whether it's romantic or in a friendship. Um, and then, well, Matt is either going to make fun of it or bring up things that are deal breakers for him and then bring in his personal anecdotes. And I also have my personal We're anecdotes. We're just going to basically, you're going to start the conversation, then we're going to keep talking. Yeah, so you'll, you'll see how it goes. So this so, is how a podcast works. <laughs> this is how, <laughs> when you sum it up, this is how yeah. it, this it is how works. two people communicate, period. <laughs> um, okay, so... Number one most important aspect to, I think, any type of uh, foundational healthy relationship is the ability to communicate. Um, And so the reason I bring this up is because one of my most toxic relationships of all time was my freshman year of college. And I'm not going to say her name because she might listen to this. Highly doubt it, but just in case. I was mandated to call her every night because if I didn't, I was cheating on her. That was the assumption. And we just had such a hard time communicating where I, where I would say, I'm doing homework. And she wouldn't believe me or she just wouldn't accept that. And so communication is not only about being able to say what you're doing and what you're thinking and what you're feeling, but also being able to hear what your partner's thinking or feeling or doing. Because when you don't, you end up with seven minutes of angry voicemail, a drinking game, and um, an email with no subject line that I copy and paste into Word that ended up being five pages single-spaced. Okay. It's funny you say that because <laughs> my exact – like, I had the exact same thing happen to me. Like, probably the exact same uh, – yeah, because it was my senior year that I had my most toxic relationship. Oh, my, my goodness. Did we date school. the same girl? No. <laughs> no, you know the girl that I'm talking about. Oh, God. And – uh. It's a little bit of a disaster, but yeah, I think the idea of like hearing and like, honestly, at the time I was definitely not like the right per like I wasn't good at handling that. I think like when you're in a super controlling relationship, like one of two things happens, you either like let them control you or you just become a bigger problem for them. Or I guess the third thing is like, or you're smart and you break up with them. I'm kind of dumb, Topher, and I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> There's no end in sight for that's, that. <laughs> oh my fucking, god, that, that problem is that's not so unbranded. I'm not that smart. Is 
understatement when it comes to your relationships. Yeah, I do stupid things a lot. But yeah, the controlling and like hearing what your partner's saying, you're right. That's probably a good tip. Probably listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I would notes right now. Highly suggest. Basically, for those not that, really, I'm waiting on my DoorDash, everybody. But <laughs> go ahead, Topher. For those that are at home, basically, Matt's cycle with girls is like a fish drawn to a lure that he knows is a lure, <laughs> but he goes after it anyway. I didn't appreciate that at all. That was bullshit. Um, tell me I'm wrong. You're right. It just <laughs> doesn't make me happy. Um, fuck you. It, so, for the longest time, I thought I was uh, doomed to date girls only born on October 11th because I had dated three girls in a row that were born on October That 11th. is so weird and so much more specific than my M names thing. <laughs> I was I like, don't this, think that's this can enough not play. be just a coincidence. October 11th? October 11th. <sighs> I don't know. Like, maybe it's going back to the birthday paradox where one in every 26 people have the same birthday. But even if you do that, the statistical likelihood that I would date three girls in a row with the same birthday... Crazy. Astronomically high. The fact that you just pulled that fact that one in every 26 people have the same birthday Have you not heard of the birthday paradox? No, it's not out of my ass. It's I, the birthday paradox. 100% made that up. I would literally, I will literally bet you right now. No, I don't. The birthday I don't gamble, paradox. Topher. And um, <laughs> that's so fucking weird, dude. Yeah. October 11th. Talk about, I will say that's fucking convenient. Yeah. Right. Like, I still remember all like, of their birthdays. Yeah. Years later. Okay, what's the next healthy relationship thing that okay, we're avoiding? Okay, so the next healthy relationship point that I want to get across is you need to be able to be yourself and your full self, not just, you know, what you put on for show. So initially when you're, you know, flirting with someone, uh, you're going to show the best aspects of yourself. Um, for myself, it's, you know, my cockiness. Um, I think I'm a pretty intelligent guy, so I'll flex my intelligence. Um, I'll talk about the things that I'm comfortable with. But eventually, that wears off. And so you need to find someone and a partner who you can be your dorky self with, right? Like, when I'm not around people I'm trying to impress, I am a massive dork. Matt, <laughs> you can attest to this. Yeah, you are. You're a big old you dork. You want to talk, to, talk about how, uh, how I am at airports? Dude, fucking... Actually, <laughs> I will say... So, for basketball, we'd have to go to the airports to travel for all the different tournaments and stuff. And it was fun at the beginning of the trip because any airport we'd go to Topher would be like telling us airplane facts and like showing us which planes were which and we were so excited about it now at the end of the trips when everyone's fucking exhausted it's a lot less fun you had a, probably way more people around you when we were going to like Tennessee than when we were coming back from Tennessee that's true that's, yeah um also fun story <laughs> coming back just saying uh, everyone was on edge coming back from uh, tournaments. Marcus, who is basically like a father Mufasa. figure to me. He's Mufasa. Yeah, he's Mufasa. <laughs> um, Marcus tried to choke me out in a fucking airport, and we almost got in a full fist fight because of it. That is true, yes. Because, I do remember that. Yeah, you were there for that. <laughs> Tensions run high at the end of tournaments. Beginning of tournaments, Topher's a lot of fun in airports. <laughs> <laughs> but after your, when your trip is over... Uh, schedule a solo flight. Um, anyways, so my point of the matter is, um, I tried to date a girl my sophomore year of college, and I was so scared to be anything but, you know, my extroverted, flirty, show my best aspects of myself, that it ended up crashing and burning just catastrophically. She broke up with me via tweet. 
<laughs> Let me set the scene. <laughs> I've been I've been absolutely toasted on, like dragged through the mud on Twitter by an ex. Never have been broken up with via tweet. Via tweet. So we've been. We've did been she tag you or did she subtweet you? No, she subtweeted. Don't. <laughs> so we'd been talking for a while now, um, and like I thought it was going okay, right? Like I was interested in her. We would talk. I met her mom, right? I drove down to Colorado Springs, met her mom. Um, she's super nice. Everything's going good. Then winter break comes along, and then I was like, hey, when do you think we can hang out? Like, I'm up in Greeley because I'm an RA, and my life sucks, but, like, I'm willing to meet you somewhere. And then she'd, like, just leave me on red. And then, like, I think she started to sense that, like, I wasn't my authentic self and just started to distance herself. And I was like, hey, I'm just trying to talk to you. Miscommunication. Bottom line, on Christmas Eve, she tweeted, jingle bells. Something, 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 single all the way. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I want to make fun of you for driving to Colorado Springs. But, like, whenever I'm, like, in that, like, talk, like, in the relationship, like, I have done. The driving I have done for relationships is ludicrous. Ludicrous. I wish I could uh, claim them on my fucking taxes. I've, <laughs> I have driven from Greeley to Parker to back. Round trip. Oh, oh my God. All at the same time. Yeah, it's like a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour drive because a girl forgot her wallet in her mom's car. You are me to go kidding. Pick it up. You... And she had to go to work, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah, no, I've done some real simp shit, which is like I think I think there's a difference between being a simp and like once you're in a relationship, it's not really the same thing anymore because right. now it's just like doing nice things. Be, like being nice partner. to the person yeah. that you're dating. That one might have been a little bit over the top. But, hey, I was 19. What the fuck can I do? Okay? Save the gas. You could have saved the gas. Why? And the time. I think I drove her car. Well, oh, okay. Well, in that case, I mean, you really only just lost That's it. Actually, that's a part of the story. That's a huge part of the story that's missing. Um, my car had broken down. So she was, like, helping me get to work and stuff. Oh. And I also am, like, really bad about fighting with my parents. So, like... I was finding my parents about my car being broken and like other things that were happening. So I refused to get help from them and she was helping me out. So I was like, I can return this favor. Brings me to my next point is reciprocation in, in a relationship. It's always a give and take. Um, and I think that that's something that I definitely needed to learn um, from all of my experience dating. Like in every single given, any given relationship, um, I, there's either times where I was giving a lot more or I was not giving enough back. And in either one of those instances, it was a catastrophic failure. Um, where, I, where I think um, I learned the harshest lessons are the ones where I was you know, putting in way more effort than they were matching, and I got burned with it. Just because I was holding on to the hope that maybe if I put in more effort or maybe if I put in more time or maybe if I just said the right things and did the right things, they will one day feel back to me what I feel for them. And that simply is not the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Insightful. I, that's like, yeah, like, I think everybody's kind of done the same thing. Guy or girl, you've, like, really, really liked someone. So you, like, pour your energy and you're like, yeah, one day they're going to, like, see me. And, like, it's just not how it works. And it, like, sucks. But, yeah, I, like, I know what you're saying. I got nothing to add. Got That's nothing just to add. the whole point. It's like, yeah. Well, okay. It seems, My other part. <laughs> seems factually correct to me. 
The other part about that is... Survey say yes. <laughs> if you do like someone, you should also shoot your shot early. Uh, why? <laughs> why? Because if you are able to just sit down and say, hey, I like you as more than a friend. First of all, it establishes the tone of you know you talking to this person. Um, it lets them know what you, they, you think of them. It also will give you an indicator early on that says... Yeah, I could see it happening, or they'd be like, ah, I'm not reciprocating. So then you save all of your simp energy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like that you don't like that advice, do you? You mm, seem hesitant. I'm like I'm fifty fifty on I, I see what you're saying. I do like the idea. However, it just like seems like a lot of work, you know? Okay, but I'm, I'm an economist. No, listen to me. <laughs> it is less work than what I am currently doing. However, it is more work. It's more work up front. How is it more? It's a one conversation. Dude. <laughs> okay, you say this. Like, that's like the... Like, I agree. This is the smart <laughs> thing to do. Once again, I also agree. The smart thing for me to do is to sign up for therapy. You know what? It takes a little bit more than just sitting on the couch and watching TV, so I don't fucking do it. Okay, that's how I'm approaching this. Broaching that subject and be like, hey, I like you. Meh. <laughs> Meh. No. Just go with the norm, baby. And what, what's, the, out. what's the norm? What's the norm for you? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, the norm for me is probably I ask stupid questions um, or like just say, hey, start a conversation. And then uh, that's it. That's, that's the whole plan. That, I mean, that's that's it. the whole plan. Yeah. And then get your heart broken. Okay, um, next point. Next point. Uh, whoever you're with should push you to want to be better, but they can't be the reason that you are happy. I actually, I lied. I want to talk about that, but I want to go back to the reciprocation thing because it's something that's been bothering me that I've been thinking about. Okay, we're backtracking. So I think texting is something that's hard. I hear a lot, like I've had friends that are like, why doesn't like a guy just like text me? And I've never understood that. Because if I like somebody, it's very obvious and I'm like, I do try to text them. And there are times that it's like, okay, I don't want to be the person to text you first every time. I don't want to feel like annoying. But like, it's so hard for me to explain to girls, like, if he's not texting you, like, he doesn't like you that much. Yep. Or, and it's like, like, well, maybe he's busy. It's like, okay, well, maybe. Um, is he busy for three straight weeks? Yeah, it's like, probably not though. I'm going to be honest, like... If I like a girl, it is impossibly hard for me to go multiple days without texting them. Because I want to, like, talk to them and I want to know what's going on. Um, but, hey, maybe I'm just a fucking romantic. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's just something that I don't understand. Like, this idea of, like, all they wanted from their boyfriend, it was a friend of mine, was, like, a good morning text and, like, a text after work and then, like, maybe a phone call to end the night. Right. And I'm like, well, that just... I do that with Topher. I do, <laughs> I do that with, like, there are multiple friends of mine that I do that with. Like, that doesn't seem hard at all. Like, I need yeah. that personally just for my mental health is to, like, just talk to people. Right. So how the fuck is that hard to do with somebody that you're, like, dating? Dating. It just baffles me. But that's just reciprocation. I don't know. Like, that's the lowest form of reciprocation. I mean, it's such a low bar is like, to clear. Yeah. Okay. Back to that next point. Back to the next point. I lost my train of thought. Okay. 
Yeah, so now I want to talk, before I get to my final point, I also want to talk about the stages of a relationship. Do you know what the stages of a relationship are? Yeah, it's um, hooking up. Oh, God. <laughs> catching feelings. Things go wrong. Bury pain. Pick up a new sport. So we're at the pick up a new sport right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so the official phases of a relationship. Um, you start as strangers, right? Then you um, enter the, um, the chase, which is arguably the best part, right? Where you're chasing them and they're chasing you and you just want to get to know them more. You finally get to the point where you actually define the relationship and you get in what's called the honeymoon, um, which is where a lot of, you know, that's where you post a bunch of pictures and, like, have the long, sappy text messages and long phone calls. Um, after the honeymoon, you can enter comfort, and comfort is not a bad thing. That is where a healthy relationship will stay indefinitely, right? Like, it's scary to think about that every relationship, you, you either break up or you get married. Those, those are the results, which I guess you, if you get married, you could still get a divorce, but those are the paths. Um, so you can stay indefinitely in comfort. Um, so my point of after comfort is downhill, then you break up, and then you're strangers again. But we try to focus on staying in comfort. And so what a lot of young couples have the issue of doing is they use the comfort and they take each other for granted. And they just think they're always going to be there. I don't have to keep trying. Like, this is a settled part of my life. And that is a fallacy that I fell into a lot during my early relationships. Um, and so that's what I would advise against our listeners doing. And so I, what I would suggest to stay in the comfort is to, you know, always be growing with your partner, whether that's, like, through a new activity you do with them or, you know, being intentional about the time you spend with your partner. And if you're in a distance relationship, you know, um, when you communicate with your partner, to always do so um, with the intention of like, I am trying to grow with you, not just as another box to check off because I talked to you today, right? So w like you said, the reciprocation of, I just want a good morning, good night, and maybe a phone call, uh, good morning, good night text, and then a phone call. Mm -hmm. That would never survive a long distance relationship because they're not being intentional. So. That is my that is my stages of relationship mean, and advice of how to stay in comfort is with intentionality. So you're telling me like the new sport phase is supposed to come like third? That <laughs> doesn't sound right at all. Yeah, there's no new sport. That's phase. how you bury emotions, you idiot. What <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so we can talk about deal breakers a little bit. You want to just turn it into a top three? The top three deal breakers? Yeah, we'll go like snake okay. draft top three. I'll okay. let you go first. Well, crap. Um, top I three. I didn't come prepared with, you know, deal. No, that's why we're doing it off the top of our head. I'll edit it so there's not these awkward pauses in it. Okay, but yeah. great. Um, so my number three deal breaker, uh, cigarettes. I cannot stand the smell of cigarettes. I can't be around them. I can't. Nope. So if they smoke cigarettes, that's automatic veto. Okay. You can't have a fucking cat. That's what? A, you can't have a cat. I fucking hate cats. What? Dude, cats are such assholes it's not true yes they come on dude come on i will die on this if cell. you're they cost the same or more as a dog and dogs love you and cats are so self -sufficient. you can take them on walks they're good for your health they These are all true want to hang out with you i have a dog myself but i won't let you sit here and shit on cats dude cats suck <laughs> cats suck literally every cat person ever talks about 
how their cat like fucks them up in their sleep and like scratches them or like won't hang out with them. Dude, when my fucking cat starts paying rent, then he's allowed to fucking give me the silent treatment and ignore me in my goddamn apartment. <laughs> Until that fucking day, you're going to get up here and you're going to snuggle with me, goddammit. There are snuggly, there are snuggly cats. Where? Yeah. I will get back to you. Okay, yeah, fuck you. Cats suck. I'm anyway, pretty sure Marcus's cat is Marcus a is a cat? Yeah. Okay, so take back the thing I said about father figure. That fucking sucks. <laughs> Why the fuck? Is it his cat or is it Jamila's cat? It's his cat. Why the fuck does Marcus have a cat? He's had a cat for a while now. I'm, I'm probably going to see him this weekend, and I'm going to make fun of him for that because that's bullshit. Don't get a cat. Get a dog. <laughs> And if you live in the city like I do, don't get a dog because you're an asshole and it barks all the time and it wakes up your fucking neighbors when they're trying to sleep. Nobody likes that shit. Also, it doesn't even have a yard to go out in. So why the fuck would you have a dog? Wow. I'm just, this is why I don't have a dog. Matt is very passionate about this. Because I care about, like, I have uh, empathy for other people and I don't want to wake them up. And also, I sure you just have, seems expensive. You have empathy? Just seems expensive. Uh-huh. I know. Shocker. <laughs> That's, that Shocker. is surprising. Okay, next deal breaker. You got to be able to fucking drive. I'm not asking you to drive. I enjoy driving. So I have no problem being the person to drive. But, like, if we're going to, like, meet somewhere or if we're going to, like, go on a date and do something, like, me having to pick you up all the fucking time gets goddamn annoying. So you got to be able to drive. And if you are driving... And are just bad at it, then that's gonna drive me nuts too. So you gotta be able to drive well, decent. That's a pretty good one. Little story piggybacking off of that. I have a friend of a friend. I'm okay. I have a friend who has a friend. I don't really know this other friend, but she rants to me about how toxic his relationship is. And basically, he is dating a girl in Colorado Springs. He lives in Aurora. She doesn't have a driver's license or car. Um, so he, people from Colorado Springs are just trash people, and I don't understand it. But continue. I'm continuing. I don't disagree because I'll second that motion. Anyways, especially He's never had a good experience with the Colorado Springs person. Especially the girl that broke up with me via tweet. You suck. Yeah. I won't hit home. Okay, continue. This story. <laughs> Anyways, so he drives to Colorado Springs from Aurora to pick her up to drive back to his apartment in Aurora, and then drops her. Back in Colorado Springs, where he has to drive alone from Colorado Springs to Aurora. Every time they want to hang out. It's just too much. You're doing That's so, so much, much driving. Like, it's, I'm yeah. someone who hates driving and just, I'll do it, but I cannot. I hate road trips. I don't want to drive on road trips. Even driving from, like, Denver to Greeley, I get bored on the drive home, and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love road trips, especially the Denver to Greeley one, because you can go, like, 80. Dead, that's dangerous. No, you can. There's, like, literally, like, the speed limit's 75 on, like, 34 going north. So, yeah, you can hit 80, no problem, because you, you get 5 plus. Right. Yeah, it's so much fun. I'm cruising, just, like, listening to fucking Fallout Boy going hard in my car. Or the new one is, like, that I've been jamming a lot to and I need to stop, because it's, like... The MGK uh, Tickets to My Downfall. Love that entire album. I've been listening to that nonstop. Which is another, like, sign for me. When I start listening to more and more rock music, which I do love rock music, it just right. also 
It's like a... It's an ebb and it's, flow. It's a chicken or the egg thing. Right. I don't know if my depression comes first and then I start listening to rock music or I start listening to rock music and then I get depressed. But they <laughs> do... There is a correlation somewhere. <laughs> I do love punk rock music, period. But I'm always a little bit sadder. That's a tough, that's a tough relationship. What's your uh, last deal breaker there? Okay. Uh, well, this is my last two deal breakers. Oh, I thought you already gave one. Yeah, you I just have, piggybacked on mine. Okay, I, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just needed to tell that story because I... If Drew, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. You have to end things with her. Like that's so toxic. Anyways, yeah, get out of that. Um, moving on. My number two deal breaker has to be you have to be passionate about something. If you're not passionate about something, so like for example, I dated this one girl, and she had her job, and that was that was all all she really did. Right, like she didn't have her own passion. She didn't have her own, um, you know, time to be herself. Right, like as someone who like wants to date you, I want to be supportive in things you want to do, whether that's dance or painting or singing or sports or something. I want to be supportive in doing that. But if you're not doing that and all you do is just sit around and wait for us to hang out, oh my goodness, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, that's fair. That like, I mean, that just leads to like. The comfort phase being, like, boring. Yeah. And they're, like, being no more adventure. Yeah. And then my last deal breaker. Um, mic worked. <laughs> that would piss me off if the mic broke right now. We're 35 minutes into recording right now. <laughs> uh, let, let me think here. My last deal breaker, if my sister doesn't like you, it's over. I can second that. Right, like yeah, my, my, my family's sister's... very important to me. My sister holds ultimate veto power. If there's ever a girl that I'm like super into, but she goes, I don't like her, it's over. There's no chance. See, I had to learn that because, so for the super toxic relationship, one, I have, I have two sisters, okay? Mm -hmm. Malia and Kualani. Malia won't say a fucking thing. Like, she'll only say pros and she won't like, she won't ever be like, what? she kind of sucks like she won't do that Kualani is how do I like she's a bit of a bitch I fucking <laughs> I'm learning to like love her more because we fought a lot growing up but she does have a good judge of character and she did say from the beginning she's like I don't like her she I don't <laughs> she like sucks. her I don't like her and so I think listening to her recommendation is definitely a good call because Malia won't say no but yeah I think listening to your the People who saw you grow up and people who know you the best, probably a good call. Yeah. Probably a good call. I'm going to go with the last pick. I'm going to take one that, uh, I mean, it should have been the first one, but Tover wasn't going to say it, so I'll say it. Got to be hot. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am just a person. I have to think you're hot. Okay. That's just like I've I attraction think, to your partners. I don't think that's crazy of me that I want to be attracted to the person that I'm dating. That is that's a very fair. That's a very fair. Aspect. Comes off shallow, and I sound like an asshole right now. That's fine. I don't fine. think you sound like an asshole. Yeah, no, I, I I can support that. Yeah. Okay, so that's our list. Uh, we also have um, we've done the deal breakers. We've done uh, what you think are healthy relationships, <laughs> uh, which I will agree they are requirements of a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Requirements? What are they? Pillars, core Pillars. aspects, things to look for in a healthy relationship. 
expectations of it. I don't know. However you want to put it. So, I don't know. Sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. I'm going to keep doing my dumbass shit. Probably play video games and hang out. And play football. Um, we got anything else to get to today? Uh, yeah, Jeremy Lin's coming back to the NBA. He's tearing it up. In the oh, my God. We're going to have to get, like, a... Like a audio cue for like it's the jeremy it's the jeremy lynn, lynn section update. of the show <laughs> like yeah we'll just do a jeremy i'm actually down with like shaving back a little bit of sports and adding a jeremy lynn update every single week i am so about it anyways he's tearing it up in the g league he had uh he said he this verbatim last week yeah but he had seven threes on sunday in the uh g league game led the uh santa cruz warriors to their first win in the g league um since being in the bubble um and had 29 points and nine assists so Basically, my man's tearing it up, and it's only a matter of time before he gets signed up to an NBA team. Which team do you think you'd fit in best with? Honestly, I think the Warriors are going to take him. Because Brad Wanamaker, trash. That would make sense. He's already playing in their program. Might as well bring him up. Yep, bring him up. How old is Jeremy Lin? 32 years old. Yeah, he's not that old. He's not that old. And Steph Curry has already told the ownership that he works well with uh, Jeremy Lin and tried to encourage him to sign him already. So, I think that, you know. I mean, I think having the unanimous... MVP in your corner is pretty good. That's a great stat. Pretty good a stat, re- great resume builder there. Oh, I'm going to talk to you about an idea right now. I'll talk to you about it on the podcast. Great. So going forward, I'm telling the listeners this. I'm going to be spending the night at your house Saturday night because we have practice early Sunday morning. Yes. I'm bad at getting places on time. Yes. Especially when it's a long drive away. Topher offered me that I could stay at his house. Very thankful for that. But you want to start doing a movie club going forward? So we can do a segment where we watch a movie and then do a review on the podcast. I would love that. And I was thinking, as our first caveat, we could do like all musicals going forward. We could start with musicals. Interesting. Because I do like musicals. I love musicals. Have you seen Into the Woods? I, I love Into the Woods. Okay, let's pick one that we haven't. I'm trying to think of one that we haven't seen, that we both haven't seen. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty up to date on my <laughs> musicals. Okay, well. So, I guess that this will be our call to action. We'll, we'll find one. Um, either, well, yeah, we'll be looking for one. If not, it's going to be Into the Woods, I think, because that one I haven't seen. You've seen it, but that's fine because you've seen everything, apparently. Um, and we can talk about it. And then, um, if you guys have any suggestions for musicals or, like, any movies or TV shows you want us to watch, and we can talk about. Please make them good. Good suggestions. No, actually, I'm kind of wanting them to make them bad. Oh, don't I can enjoy like a bad that. movie. Bad <sighs> movies are fun, dude. Okay, fine. You know, fine. fine. You know what? Actually, mm, yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna stick with that. Bad movies are fun. Um, <laughs> so go ahead and you can either call us and leave a voicemail 720-383-4860, or DM us on our either our Instagrams, or our Snapchats, or I mean, you probably know us. So you can probably just fucking text us. Um, but again, follow the Instagram. It's Friday Morn Show. So that's Friday, M-O-R-N, Show. We post it all the time. Yep. Check it out. Um, give us a follow. He, it's mostly just dumb videos of me dancing. I think, yeah, typically. Yeah. Typically. I think this week, um, I can post. We'll find something else to post this week besides a dumb video of you dancing. But, yeah, it's a fun time. It's a um, great time. But, yeah, give us any suggestions you got. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. I hope you guys all have a great rest of your week. Yep. Ditto. Play the music! <laughs>